1: Shot show in fabulous Las Vegas. I am your host, Cheryl Todd, and this is The Other Guy Dan of Gun for Freedom Radio, and we are here with our awesome friend. This is Amanda Sepikul. She is the co-host of I on the Target Radio. She is one of the DC Project Voices. She is so many things, keep, keep talking, keep talking. right? <laughs> and now she is running for the board of the National Rifle Association. The board of directors for the National Rifle Association. All right. Yes. All
0: right. And It's. I'm so excited. Um, the process to be able to even get to the nomination process. To be able to get on the ballot is pretty strenuous, and so the fact that I made it through the first hurdle, and now I just need 50,000 people to vote for me, so, yeah. Why, Amanda? That shouldn't be a problem. Why? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Because here's the thing, no matter what, if people are, if everybody's got an opinion on what's going on with the NRA, they really do, and no matter what your opinion is, the NRA has existed for 150 years, and it needs to not go away on the And so that's really why. And so my background is in helping troubled companies, and engineering, and problem solving. And so I believe that I I believe the board sees data that the everyday citizen doesn't see. And I believe that with that data, good decisions can be made. And I want to be.
1: Part of those good decisions. Oh, well, you bring such a life experience to anything that you do. Are you I'm old? I am not saying you're old because I think we're about the same age. Oh, I'm God. not going to call me. Now, Dan, on the other hand, oh, my my right? <laughs> look at that, we threw you right under <laughs> the bus. It was you didn't do anything. But we love you. Um, but you do, you bring such a, a rich experience. I've seen you testify in front of legislative bodies, mm-hmm. right, and you bring your experience, you bring the fact that you're a, a female who has owned guns, who has owned a retail gun establishment, who, you know, understands their functionality, their use, you train people with firearms, that you understand the history and, and the, the provenance of why we even have the rights we do, and why they're worth river- saving. So it's not just about
0: guns; it's the guns and constitution and, and people's right of self-defense, and, you know, it's it really is this big, big ball of strength, and you got to keep pulling different strengths. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I'm glad to see you join. I mean, to do the, the
0: running for you. <laughs> that, would be, that would be good. So I know that I want to thank you because you you did endorse me, and I ran I ran your picture and. And I was like, "Look at this, Danny Todd's voting for the me famous." For you. you call uh, him the, the famous, Danny famous. What else Todd.
1: would I do? I mean, right. she
0: even knows how to use a hammer. I do. I do. I have to say, the last year I took chainsaw lessons, so now I've upped it, so I can use a hammer and a chainsaw. I went to the hardware store and said, "I need, I need lessons." I'm not sure that they're used to that because they're like, would you like to buy
1: something? No, I want to buy it, and I want lessons so I can do it well. And so So. the reference about that is that you also renovate homes, Right? right? I mean, you really understand um the value of taking something that is, is useful maybe it's going through a rough patch right i'm loving the symbolism here yeah <laughs> and you can renovate it restore it to okay, be good. useful yeah. again right? to to me, there you go you're all renovated restored well not quite what you're working on? <laughs> So what do you really, um, what do you foresee as your biggest impact that you can make at the NRA by being a member of the Board of Directors?
0: You know, I'm hoping that I can have a lot of input as as a firearms instructor. I've been a firearms instructor with the NRA since uh, 2004. And I... I believe that the NRA instructors are one of the biggest assets that the NRA has, and they are—they are the conduit between the everyday person that's on the street and the NRA because they're the people that everybody interacts with. You know, you talk to your instructor, you see the recruiter at the gun show—that—that that type of a thing—and um, I think that we could do with them, supporting them, helping them, and being that forward face. And so I'm kinda hoping, but it all really depends, it's kinda like Congress, it all depends on your committee assignments, and so I'm gonna put in the committee assignments that I that I think that I can add value, and, um, and we'll go
1: from there. That's fantastic, and now you are a busy lady, as we've said, so how does this fit in with all of the other things that you do? They all mesh
0: mm-hmm. you know, because they're really the same, they the same. Same mission in the same direction, and so what you're doing here is just—you'll just add another, you know, five percent, ten percent, plus yeah. a couple travel days. Yeah, yeah. No, so I, when and how can people vote? Okay, so they need to be life members or have been a member—an annual member—for five years continuously, and they'll—they'll they'll know because when they get their February magazine that is coming out at the end of January, it will have a ballot in there for anybody who's eligible to vote. And so it's in, the, in, it's in the center hall and they can look and there's a whole slew of people. And what I ask is that you bullet vote. You're allowed to vote for up to 25 people because that's how many board members will be elected. But every time you pick another person, it dilutes that vote a little bit. So I, I strongly suggest that you read through the bios and I'd like to suggest you read through the bios, pick the people with business experience and pick maybe five.
1: I think the business experience. Is I wonder the key.
0: which one that would be. I, I, maybe <laughs> might I suggest um, a cool. But I think business is the key. I really, I do, I think so too. I, because I think it really is a is right now. It is a business. It's in distress. It's a business under attack. Really, I mean, because the New York um, New York Attorney General ran. Her campaign on the fact that she was going to take the NRA down and out, and she has done everything she possibly can to do that. And so, so there's, they've been in for six years in a fight for their life. Well, how's that working
1: for you, doing? Yeah. Oh well,
0: the Bruin case
1: has been amazing. Yes. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the pieces that I, I really want that inner members that have the ability to vote for the board of directors to understand is like you can say that room case is amazing but you know why it's amazing. Like you looked into it, you understand it, you can articulate it and um, that apparently the uh, governor of New York can't cannot even do that.
0: <laughs> cannot. Because part of what they said in, in the Bruin case was that any gun law that was written after 1791 in history, text, or tradition shouldn't be allowed to stand. And so they'll all be challenged and they'll start peeling that back
1: piece by piece by piece. I mean, that includes even the NFA. Right. That was 1934. Right. Right. So, technically speaking, if ruin is what the Supreme Court said it is, then the NFA should not exist anymore. So I asked that question to Tom King, the, the
0: president of the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association, which was the group that brought the gun case in. So I had an opportunity to have lunch with him one day, and I asked him that, and he said he's not sure that the country as a whole, and the optics of it, are ready for the NFA to go down. Because and people will me. scream. Oh, well, ask me, way. yes. You and I have an opinion, right? <laughs> but what he said was it'll be challenged piece by piece, and they will use, they will peel it all out. So you look at it like it is a box, and all of the teeth of it will go away. The NFA will stand there, but there's nothing in it. Yeah. So that's how he expects it to go, and I can sort of see that.
1: So don't you want somebody like that that's going to run, that's going to take, oh, take all those things out of here support the you so uh, just touching back on I of the target radio I love that you're wearing your logo aware here um, what uh, do people expect to find when they tune in how do they tune in you and your brother Rob just do an awesome job of uh, interviewing people and breaking apart Issues and Rob has this encyclopedic knowledge of the tools themselves, right.
0: of, all, of all the guns and the gun history and all that. So, so it is eyeonthetargetradio. dot com. So it's e y e, like I'm seeing something. Eyeonthetargetradio. dot com is the website, and um, they can go there. And then we we uh, have it. So it is live terrestrial radio, so it shows up, if, you, if you're in one of those cities, it shows up right on your radio. Otherwise, it is podcast, and you can pick it up there on Spotify and, and any of those. We're also, it's sort of Howard Sternish, sort of? It is, we
1: do, uh, we do AbsLens. It's so just, please describe what without, you mean by it being without, Howard
0: Without Sternish. the, the swear words. <laughs> um, but it's, it is just a video of two people sitting there talking, to each other. So we do two hours of show every Sunday night from 5 to 7 Eastern time. And um, we're on OpsLens, which is an on-demand TV station that you can get on Apple TV, Fire Stick, Roku, whatever those are. Plus, they have their own Facebook <coughs> page. So it's a it's a little bit of. So it's kind
1: of like you can find it
0: in a couple of different places. So you can binge listen to the heart's content. Yes. Oh my God. That's what we like to say. There's a, there's a ton of content. There really is. I mean, because we've been doing. Um, well, I, I lost. I don't know, probably 500 segments when when our podcast um, host went under, and so I have most of them still on a computer, so I just have to slowly, yeah. you know, as time permits, <laughs> dump those back in, but yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of content. Plus, you get our
1: personalities, and sometimes it's scary, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> No, that's fantastic. And I mean, you appear on other people's podcasts. You are just a busy person. You are in demand. Um, but once again, the NRA board of directors, that election is coming up. It's coming up, I think, and I'm not sure when the deadline is.
0: Look at, when you get your ballot, look at it yeah. there is a deadline. I'm thinking that they give us maybe six weeks, something yeah. like that. Six weeks to find 50,000 people. And I'm from Ohio where we only vote one person, one vote. <laughs> Go figure. Is that still a thing? <laughs> <laughs> so we need you and 49999
1: Fantastic. Well, thank you for all you do. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, you do inspire me. I pick your brain often on important issues. And we forgot to mention this, that you are the only female to a... Right. Host of a two-way radio show, uh, nationally syndicated radio show. The yeah, nationally syndicated, big, big time, big stuff. <laughs> Reaches a lot of ears, and that's important um, because you're giving the truth. You know, you are talking.
0: talking. I mean, and we, and we talk, we listen, we have logic. And it just kind of kind of goes together. Sometimes, you know, we'll tell you if we think it's rhetoric. We'll tell you if we think it's true. We'll tell you if we think it's bunk. But you know.
1: A yeah. Street shooter, as it were. We try. Alright, Amanda Suffolk, thank you so much for thank you. everything you do and for spending some time with us here at Shot Show. Thank you. Oh, for yeah. sure hugs. <laughs> for sure hugs, absolutely. <laughs> Alright, well, stick around. We have lots more coming up from fabulous Las Vegas on Gun Freedom Radio.